millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How's the guitar sounding? I haven't properly listened to that yet. Sounds like we're in a bedroom. Um, (laughs) That's my sound. (laughs) Welcome to the music making part of episode nine. I'm joined by Matt Calvert, and you'll probably know a lot more about him if you've ended up here via part one of this episode. I think we're just going to jump right in. There's a lot to get through. The basic rules are the guest brings an instrument with them. That's the only instrument we're allowed to use. We can, however, manipulate whatever recordings we make of that instrument electronically. We've only got that day to make the track, and there can't be any pre-planning. Off we go. Super close can sound quite cool. I, I think we should go for that close sound. I really love that about your album. Yeah, well, should we just try that and yeah. just go from there? Sounds good. Now, would it be too easy to start with some harmonics? No, I think that's actually quite a good um, limitation. I think anything arbitrary is a good yeah. starting point. Pick a key and I'll try and work out a tuning according to that. The oh, okay. sort of interest. A flat, or I can think of a, an alright A flat Lydian tuning or something. Getting some sort of uh, Ben Monda Lydian flat 9 sound in there. <laughs> but with his A naturals occasionally poking out. I love that. I always seem to settle into that kind of classic minimalist uh, motor rhythmic tempo you know somewhere around uh, what either side of nine to should we go high it can go either way so high that i have to play it slowly (laughs) (laughs) i was also thinking i never do anything in any triple meters as well okay actually try and do like a sort of 680 thing or something Mm. could also do a few bits and then just change the tuning slightly or just to get some of the sort of missing notes in yeah or just a few different things do you want to start with something that isn't too complex and then when they're all in it has a different complexity to it yeah i'll try and limit i guess one of my uh, reflexes is to try and like fill space this is something i'm trying to learn to yeah. accept that space is fine space is fine just like a conversation with a friend don't need to <laughs> No pressure to fill every, every silence. <laughs> depends what kind of person you are. Yeah, it depends what kind of person they are. Yeah. So just do a free one without the click. Just other Similar shit. thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
We recorded loads of these harmonic gestures and then we used the simpler instrument within Ableton on slice mode in order to break down these clips to make them playable on a keyboard. It's a feature that Matt uses a lot and throughout the day I was picking up loads of Ableton tips like this. It maybe it is better, yeah, as a slice kind of thing. We can then play them in and see if it gives you like a nice incidental rhythm or yeah, something. Yeah. Or so, slightly out, so maybe. But man, I've made a few tracks having a little sort of yeah. kind of yeah. jam, and then you can chuck it in. Put and it in just, here. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Just jumping into a bit of audio sound. Yeah, it's just like instant glitch kind of yeah. cut-up vibes here. I was thinking a production idea we could do is take the resonance after the notes have been released uh -huh. and compress, and then use that as some sort of almost repercussize it again. Yeah, yeah. For the resonance. Oh well, yeah. You could you could make it into a pad. It could be like a sort of hit. As is often the way, we got distracted by a new idea before really fleshing this one out. Do we get that down? Maybe while we're still recording. What you could do with that is, you could maybe get like three but put them in different starting points just to generate some sort of rhythmic thing. Yeah, that sounds really great. Do you want to do this? I don't mind, yeah, yeah. I can jump on. Well, I find that if I'm ever stuck, looking at a blank screen, or effectively the blank canvas, I just find like, it's better to just put something arbitrary in, yeah. and just work it out from there. Even if the first idea like this yeah. doesn't feature in the, the final thing at all. I don't know, I feel like I'm quite good at finishing other people's music, because the initial spark of inspiration has been done, and there's just something on the table already, and you're like, oh wow, okay, well there's so much we can do with it, we can fuck with it, like rhythmically, harmonically, yeah. blah blah blah, get a cool drum beat to it or everything. Mm. Sometimes when I'm just sat here, I'm just kind of like, You'll play like a C and be like, oh fuck, I've used a C before. Or just, you know. So that's why Ableton this thing is so amazing, because you just chuck something in so that it doesn't, so that you're not thinking of it as C, like with that yeah. simpler stuff. Just, yeah. just, just generate some arbitrary material, just some, some arbitrary sounds and everything, and then suddenly you're, you're out of that mindset. See, for me, now I'd be like, okay, well, that's fine. But um, <laughs> it, needs, it needs some sort of other context to make it sound good. Yeah. Like, different, like some chords underpinning it or whatever. Could we try um, on the region, if you click on one of those regions? Change it to... Uh, actually, keep it on beats, but do you know this? Yeah, yeah, like this. the gated sort of thing. Sort of yeah, yeah, I fucking love that. But that already sounds yeah. like... It's a bit more plucky and everything. Yeah. I wonder what it all sounds it's, it's, like. It's sounding a lot less guitar-y, and it already was a, a less guitar-y sound, I guess, coming from the bridge. Oh, yeah. That's really violin-y now. Was that just, um... Just sound. That's... Okay, that's already... Yeah. Feels a bit more curious. And... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that, that this pitsy sounding thing needs to be a central... No. Theme. It could just be like something that comes yes. at some point. Yeah. If kind at of all. Alien universe sort of <laughs> thing, isn't it? So, back to this sort of stuff. See for me, I don't know I don't know why this is, but like and maybe this isn't necessarily a reason to do it, maybe this is even more of a reason to not do it. 
almost all my pieces start with drums or a rhythmic idea, well then it's a real parameter to work with. I almost use it like a bell pattern that everything sort of comes off it or against it. I don't know if we should just uh, generate like a sort of percussion set Brill. Yeah. in the same way. That sounds good. Matt mercilessly went to town on his new guitar. Maybe that kind of shit, like... Enough. Yeah, it's great. So, have you had any immediate thoughts of what to do with these? I would do exactly the same thing. I would just chuck it into um, a slice mode of yep. simpler. Where is maybe the, sort of the deepest sound? Yeah. Something like that just to get going. Yep. Again, just nice and arbitrary to yep. begin with. Any old thing. Yeah, I love the end of that sample, got a little. Using that same sound palette, we added a second layer. Maybe, um, I don't know if there's any other little patterns. Oh. Kind of... That could be quite good actually, That's just really one cool. bit. Yeah. Record that, record that. Or you could put a random pan on on any of these. Yeah. Just sounds more finished. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, sounds good. That's, that's not sounding very guitar-y, which is kind no. of... I think maybe we've got so much sort of percussion stuff that maybe need to sort of focus back on some of the melodic elements again. Yep, yep, yep. So we got this. See, that, that could literally go... Dun, dun. Dung, mm. dung. It could be that uh, simple. That could be the opening glimpse of rhythm. Maybe the the main beat, the first one, is actually the last thing to sort of to come in. Maybe mute the third one. Keep the second one in. Yeah. Keep what does that sound like? I mean, I think that's a good that's a good sequence. Yeah. But I would still maybe just have just this for a while. Yeah. I mean, now I'm thinking actually that sets such a sort of scene. Yeah. That maybe we should we should actually keep the rhythm, the rhythmic parts for a while. Okay, so at this point we've sort of done the leg work and made the sound palette, and this is like the first glimpse of organisation of sound. The next thing to throw in there is a bit of melodic ebo. Skipping a little later in the take.
sounds like an Hans Martin egg. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that kind of, kind of it's the nice vinegary thing about it, yeah. Okay, there's two cool layers there. I think I prefer the high stuff, I think, but like the rattly stuff we could use in a just, different way or something. Yeah, like, we could just maybe just like choose some select notes rather than like entire passages or whatever. That low rattly thing is a good like it's a good tension device though. As soon mm. as it came in I was like, ooh. Yeah. This is heading somewhere. That is a nice sort of joining moment. Just wonder if there's a way we can like slowly spice up that pulsing harmony. Yeah, yeah. Oh that's cool. So maybe even maybe you take the arpeggiator off. Yeah. But sort of sustain a bit. Should we play along to the earlier stuff or see if it works together in any way? Yeah, just which ones are the good ones? Yeah, yeah if you just play the opening loop. Mm. You could have a few of these kind of sort of interacting. Yeah. These are the two we settled on. And in context. Oh, that's a good way to start though. It's quite sort of, yeah. Arresting. That's <laughs> <laughs> an opening. Yeah. If I, if I may say so myself, yeah. You may say so. <laughs> now I just that's want to listen to that for like five minutes. I think yeah. We just, yeah, that's it, done now. Should we just fuck it off yeah. and, yeah. Go to <laughs> This is another little layer from those chopped up guitar harmonics. That's quite cool, because it sort of like hints at that it's actually a guitar yeah. subtly there. Well, I think the drum entry should be really gradual yeah. as a result. That's good, yeah, just little... Snippets. Well, I've got an idea about like um, processing. Mm. Rather than have it too static, yeah. get this kind of going, and then just like just play some reverbs that are yeah. sort of like a bit more chopped or whatever. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We'll come back to that idea in a minute. At this point, we got distracted by turning one of those rattly Ebo sounds into a synth. And then we bring back the drums. Yeah, it fits into the sound. It's not like a drum thing now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, well, towards the end, it could reveal itself yep. for what it is. <laughs> Shit, it is. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think should we just come back to that? Having thought about maybe to, how to introduce some rhythmic elements that are a little less obvious. On to building another synth. Just thinking if we did some more Ebo stuff, just kept it on a note, so it's just a tone, and then put that into a sampler and had it slowly fall, like glide down through pitches, but like not in a particularly dissonant way, like or an eerie way. It probably is like a, a good clean Ebo note somewhere in here that you could mm-hmm. get into a sample. Yeah, that could be perfect. Yeah, love the rattle as well. With the little thing. Yeah, because then if we held like a cluster... They'll come in in like phasey kind of ways. Yeah. yeah. What might, yeah. What might be better is just to have an LFO on the pitch, like bringing it in and out, and rather than like yeah. always, always down. ducking it out of tune. As long as we can have one that goes down. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite nice. Especially when you're playing nice chords. Maybe this uh, is where we should yeah. have the first. Yeah. And then Great, that one man. there. Yeah. Love that. And then that actually takes it. That takes up the uh, the trail a little. With the rattle. I was thinking. Thing is, even though it's kind of like um, resolved here. Yeah. It could just like just sack off all that chord stuff from here. Yeah. And from this point, we start looking at the second half of the track. What if um, this pulsing thing? Mm. I wonder if there's a second, more fixed one. So you know how the other little tiny loops we've got just keep shifting in and out of phase. Mm. If we have another one that plays against that one, and that could also kind of come in across there. Yeah, I mean it could even be. Um, let me just see if I can get this. To what I want to do. You know that could actually introduce. Yes. More kind of uh, 
or just more from the same rather than introducing too many more kind of things yeah just try and recycle here's how that material ended up What's happening there is we took the consistent pulsing thing, created two new channels, and then added more space and rhythmic variation between the entrances of it, also shifting the pitch of it by a few cents or a few semitones. I mean, you could have like a little percussion rise in there between them. Can I uh, maybe get this effects chain going? Because yeah. it might be a way to um, develop the percussion stuff into something more uh, original. Matt tells me that this is a process that he uses live on gigs. He's essentially taking a live feed from the drummer, for example, and then running it through an effects chain that he's set up in his laptop, which is then controllable by a MIDI controller, so he can interact with the music coming in, adding things like beat repeat, blasts of reverb, delays, pitch shifters, saturators, and so on. But anyway, I normally just do like a few takes of something and then just edit all the good bits. Dude, that sounds amazing. Um... I could, you see the other two ones, I could wee, yeah, them or, in. Or even like if, if you actually just, um, just bring them in and out. On and off. If you remember, there was three initial grooves that Matt had played in. Here's the first. The second. And this is the third. Basically, I'm unmuting them at different times to send a different pattern through to Matt, just to allow development and variation. But I'm under no illusion that Matt was the one doing all the interesting stuff. What might yeah. be cool is I normally I do like a bit of granulated stuff as well. Yeah, great. Okay. This is a similar process to before, but it's exclusively using the Max for Live granulator plugin. So parameters within that were mapped to Matt's MIDI controller. So I did the same thing, just fed in the original drums, affected them, recorded them out at the same time. We then went through all of the affected percussion parts, chose the bits that we liked and thought that worked. The next idea was to make a bass sound. Is this the really fluty, well, is the really pure pad? See, if we try and make an instrument. Well, I could just sort of pulverize it a bit. Place to plant a chord. 
Next, we decided to put a series of chords or a melodic part throughout this part B section. in we took a selection of those chords and put them into what we were calling our whale synth or we also were calling it the Wanotrix Point Never synth. Yeah yeah. Just maybe that that one. Just one of those maybe. Or maybe this next one as well though? The third one. Yeah, a little conversation maybe. Yeah. That pad would sound great in reverse, actually, if the samples were in reverse. That one. Um, or the, the, uh, the, the one trick stringy one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, that didn't work, did it? I don't think it added anything. <laughs> Curiosity killed the vibe. <laughs> so... That's always worth... It's always worth exploring. That's, um... Hey, actually... Yeah. Should we try and chuck this in? Oh yeah! Oh, well actually, what is that? That was the very first thing. It is a harmonics? Yeah. Is this, is this the glue that's kind of... Where are the other ones? I'll drag a bunch of... Well, there's also the sort of looped bit. You know, the repitched pizzicato y kind of. Oh, yeah. Remember. Oh, well, that's nice actually. That little arpeggio one. Just add that. Yeah. Should we gloss it up a bit? She sounds quite good with that really pitch cool. shit coming in there. Drag those out. Maybe Love that bass line, man. It's a bit of a Bjork rip. Very close to the end now. Just went through and tidied up those extra guitar bits, the pitsy thing, the harmonics, did a bit of production on them. And the final thing to add was a more straightforward snare and kick part. And 
there you go, that's about it. We spent a little bit more time mixing it and tidying it up, but that's the crux of it. So let's have a listen to the finished thing.
Thank you all for checking out the music making part of the episode. Matt's a bit of an Ableton guru and I hope that you picked up some tricks from him because I definitely did. Lots of cool processing ideas that I'll be pinching for my own music and you should too, I'm sure you won't mind. And I guess that's the point of this podcast. If you started on the music making part, then there's a whole load of chat with Matt in part A of this episode where he goes into detail about his new album that's coming out. And just a reminder, that's on the 12th of October that Typewritten comes out. And there's an album launch on the 15th of October at Set in Dalston, which will be a cracking gig. So put that in the diary. Now that series one is finished, I'll be going into podcast hibernation sort of uh, lots of fundraising to do for series two but between now and then i'll be making some mini episodes which will basically be just the chat and not the music making i've got some exciting guests lined up for that more to be announced soon as this is the final installment of series one i should take this opportunity to say a huge thank you to the guests who much to my surprise were actually up for doing this podcast I hope that you've enjoyed listening to their music, hearing them make music, finding inspiration through what they're saying and doing, and I hope that you've stuck with them and continue to listen to their music since either discovering them or learning a bit more about them. I'll run through a little name check. We've had Manny DeLargo, Laura Jurd, Emily Hall, Robert Ames, Mark Lockhart, Douglas Dare, Mira Calix, Emily Levenace farouche and Matt Calvert. Visit the website etmpodcast.com. There's lots of pictures and things from all the episodes on there as well as some extra little bits. ETM is on Twitter at etmpod and Instagram etmpodcast as well as Facebook. Just look for the Alphabetti Spaghetti logo, you'll find it. And for now, I will leave you with 13, which is an older Three Trap Tigers track. And um, I think that's uh, that's cool enough. Bye.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.